Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I am so glad to be here uh, with you this morning on a Monday morning. I am excited. It's just me today. Uh, we're going to be quick. I'm just going to give you kind of a uh, 2024 preview. What's going on with Top Fan Rivalry? What also is um, happening in the world of the MLB? There's still a ton of free agents out there. I don't know if you've seen our show uh that Sam and I do around the diamond, but we talk a lot about the free agencies and then the trades and the extensions and, and things like that. So let me just give you a little preview for the next eight to 10 minutes of what you can expect this season from top fan rivalry and what's going on in the MLB. Uh, first, let's start with the MLB. We'll go by division real quick. Um, as pitchers and catchers report this week, it becomes very interesting to see how things are going to play out. The American League East uh, division champion, Baltimore Orioles, looked to uh, be strong. They added Corbin Burns this offseason. Um, and they've got a core group, a young group. And you've heard me say it a bunch of times, but it reminds me of the New York Yankees back in 96, 97, 98, when they brought up Jeter and they had Posada and um, Mariano Rivera and Bernie Williams brought up that group of uh, talent. I think the, um, the Baltimore Orioles are a lot like that currently uh the Yankees made some trades they picked up one Soto they did give away a few prospects they do still do have some good pitching over there in Garrett Cole and Carlos Randon and a few others uh so look for the Yankees to be tough this season look for Toronto also to be tough um obviously Vladimir Guerrero won his arbitration case so that was pretty awesome for him um he is now a Toronto Blue Jay again for at least this season and one more season. If you go into the Central, um, Detroit has kind of made some moves. They said, hey, we're going to get younger. They still have Spencer Torkelson at first base. They still have Javier Baez at shortstop. If he can kind of make a uh, kind of a comeback type thing. And then they obviously gave the extension to, to Colt Keith, who is yet to play in the MLB, but <clears throat> he may be up this season. If he does what he's done in the minors, you're going to have a very strong uh, infield over there in Detroit. Uh, they're going to add a little bit of pitching. We'll see what happens there. Minnesota didn't do a lot in the offseason, um, but they still keep that core nucleus together, so they should be okay. And then finally, Kansas City. Kansas City is young. They extended Bobby Wood Jr. Um, he's on a seven-year deal with uh, a few player options, actually eight-year deal with player options for 9, 10, and 11, and then uh, 12, 13, 14 are up to the club. Um, they are younger, and they are getting better. So watch for Kansas City to kind of make their moves. In the American League West, obviously, you have the battle for Texas. You still have the Rangers that are very, very good, even though they haven't um, brought back Jordan Montgomery. They still have Max Scherzer. They still have Jacob DeGrom um, over there. They still have got a good core. They got Corey Seager over there. Um, who will be ready for opening day? They say did have a sports hernia and just got it taken care of. So that should be um, fun there. Um, Houston Astros obviously extended Jose Altuve, which that extension starts next season in 2025. And it goes for another five seasons after that. Um, the Astros aren't getting younger. Breckman's in the end of his uh, contract with um, the Astros. We'll see what the Astros do. The Astros could be coming close to the end of their run, but I doubt it. They still have a lot of talent over there with Jordan Alvarez, with um, Justin Verlander, with Jose Altuve, like I mentioned. And then Jeremy Pena is always a threat. Uh, Carlos du or uh, 
Um, Dubon is a threat, and obviously uh, Kyle Tucker is a threat. So I like uh, that core that's over there in Houston. And then National League East, um, you've got the Braves, Phillies, and a distant third might be the Mets. Don't be surprised at what the Mets do. They get um, Diaz back um, from injury. They still have a lot, of, a lot of talent over there. And Pete Alonso, they've got a lot of talent with Francisco Lindor. Don't be surprised if the Mets kind of make their play. They did sign um, another pitcher, so uh, that will help them there. Philly and Atlanta didn't make a whole heck of a lot of moves. Philly lost Reese Hopkins um, in free agency to the um, Brewers, so we'll talk about that in a second. But it was very um, – both teams were, were relatively quiet in the offseason – but they still have that really, really good core. Philly obviously has Bryce Harper over there, Alec Bohm, uh, Bryson Stout. Uh, they got JT Riamuto over there. Atlanta still got um, Ronald Acuna Jr. They've got Austin Riley. They, they've they got a good core over there. Um, and so uh, don't be surprised if it's those three teams. I'm not quite sure what Miami did, and I'm not quite sure what the Nationals did. It kind of was a, a little bit of a, Kind of a crapshoot in how that all plays itself out. Uh, in the Central, kind of strange, but Pittsburgh beefed up. Uh, they picked up uh, a bunch of uh, pitchers, including, you know, a veteran closer and, and a Wallace Chapman. Um, Pittsburgh's got a, a decent core over there, too. They may not get uh, the division this season, but they definitely won't be in last place unless they uh, get bit by an injury bug. Cincinnati is also very, very young and very, very talented. Um, Milwaukee, I'm, I'm trying to figure out their identity, really trying to figure out their identity. They got rid of Corbin Burns and then they signed Gary Sanchez, which is a veteran catcher. So are you kind of thrown in the towel this season? Are you not? Like, it was weird how that transition played itself out. I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't understand the identity over there. Um, and then obviously in the National League West, you got the, um, Padres, who got younger with their pitching in that trade with Juan Soto, which is an excellent move for San Diego. Why is that an excellent move? Because they probably were not going to be able to re-sign Juan Soto anyways. Um, so they picked up some talent for him, which is fantastic on their side. Arizona still got the speed. Uh, they were able to re-sign a couple of players. Keep your eye on, on Corbin Burns. I'm sorry, not Corbin Burns. Uh, Corbin Carroll, keep your eye on Corbin Carroll. I mean, the guy had a ton of stolen bases. Yeah, he's he is that spark plug to that offense. Keep your eye on him. Speaking of spark plugs on offense, I failed to mention when I mentioned Bobby Witt Jr.'s contract, he had 30 home runs last season. He stole 49 bases, and he led the league in triples with 11. So don't be surprised if the guy's a 40-40 guy throughout his career, but when guys like Ronald Acuna Jr. do like video game type of stats, it's hard to it's hard to follow that. So don't be surprised when you hear a little bit of that. Um, obviously, the Dodgers signed Shohei. They signed um, several different uh, people, a couple of people to, to minor league deals. They got Yamamoto. They got Shohei. Uh, they really do have kind of a murderous row on offense. The question is, is how deep is the pitching going to be? Signing Tyler Glass now helps. So if you have Yamamoto and 
Tyler Glass now is pitcher's Walker Buehler has been pushed back. It sounds like um, he's still plagued by a little bit of injury, so he's been pushed back. That's a little scary if you're a Dodger fan, um, but you still have um, Emmett Sheehan. You still have Bobby Miller. Uh, Clayton Kershaw was re-signed, but he probably won't pitch until August. He'll be a great kind of assistant pitching coach for Mark Pryor. But then look at that lineup. Okay, so you have Mookie, you have Freddie, you have um, Shohei in that lineup. You have Will Smith, you have Max Muncie in that lineup. So you've you've got a lot of talent over there. Um, and so the, the Dodgers are going to score some runs. It's just going to be whether or not they can pitch. If they can pitch, they're going to win. If not, they're not. Okay, so let, let me tell you on the other side of the house what Top Dan Rivalry is bringing to you. Obviously, for those of you listening to the podcast, you know who we are. We are sports talk. We are fan involved. It's all about us as the fan. It's not about the professional athlete. It's about us as a fan. Top Dan Rivalry has gone out and gotten three beat reporters. Uh, a gentleman named Scott, who's a Dodger fan. Another gentleman named Mike, who's a Red Sox fan. And a gal named Jamaica, who is an Astros fan. These uh, three individuals will be writing weekly articles for us. They'll get posted. Uh, typically, they'll get posted Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, the schedule, the way it looks right now, although things can adjust, people can get sick, you know, those type of things. Jamaica will post on Mondays. Scott will post on Wednesdays. And Mike will post on Fridays. Um, that being said, look every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new written articles uh, for Top Fan Rivalry from different Top Fan Rivalry uh community members, followers, those type of things. We're announcing a new brand ambassadors program. So if you're interested in being a brand ambassador, there's a lot of fun goodies in it for you. Let us know what team you are a fan of. Let us know um, if you want to be a brand ambassador. We don't ask for much, um, but there are a few things that we would ask you to do as a brand ambassador, uh, which will be a lot of fun. And then our starting lineup is now posted up on our website. Our starting lineup, we have nine new podcasts. Some of them uh, started a little bit last season or last year, I should say, but calendar year. But now um, they're in our starting lineup for this week. Susie and I co-host a weekly show called Astros in Orbit. Mikey and I uh, co-host a show called Bleeding Blue um, about the Dodgers. Uh, Dave, uh, Big Dave and I co-host a show called Can of Corn, which covers all of Major League Baseball. Then you've got Friars on Deck, uh, co-hosted by myself and Rick. You've got college, which is going to focus on NC2A, both JUCO, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three um, schools with Dave uh, Schaefer and I. Uh, you've got Tigers Town Talk with Harmony and I. You've got Unveiling the Red Sox. You've got a Ladies Night, uh, Unveiling the Red Sox with Mike, a Ladies Night by um, Lena. And then the Odd Couple, uh, Big Dave and Mikey. Um, Bleeds Blue, Dodger fan and Astro fan are going to be the odd couple. and They're going to actually talk through some stuff. So that's uh, nine new podcasts. Now, the way that these work is you'll find the first five episodes on YouTube and on the Top Fan Reverie site uh, on the landing page. After that, you will then find the rest of them in the locker room. So if you're not a locker room access member, I would encourage you to do it. Here's the cheapest way to do it. Get your annual locker room access pass. It's uh, $58. Um, if you know a brand ambassador, reach out to a brand ambassador. They've got brand ambassador codes that they can give you money or they can give you discounts on. Um, if you don't, it's $58. You're going to get, not only are you going to get those nine podcasts, but you're going to get two more podcasts. You're going to get a weekly review with Jackson and I, and you're going to get around the diamond with Sam and I, um, which post on Friday and Saturday. 
you will get about 700 pieces of baseball content throughout the calendar year, which is phenomenal for $58. Um, if you want to pay a little bit more, you can pay $9 a month. It's up to you. $9 times 12 is, you know, it's going to be a little bit more money for you. But, uh, you know, do do what you want to do. It's, it's entirely it's entirely up to you. So um, you're going to pay over 100 bucks for it. It's double the price. So um, probably not recommended that way, but uh, do what you're going to do. Anyways, that's what Top Fan Rivalry has going on. We, like I said, we've got beat writers now. We've got brand ambassador program. We've got all these new podcasts. Um, make sure that you're following us on Top Fan Rivalry. Uh, make sure you're hitting topfanrivalry.com on a daily basis. During the season, I will pick different pitching matchups that are fun to watch, including um, any news, uh, probably two or three pieces of news every morning to take a look at. We'll have a new ticker symbol up there. It'll be a lot of fun. So check out Top Fan Rivalry. That's who we are. That's what we do. And don't forget uh, that we have a, a number of different podcasts coming out. In addition to that, I've told you a little bit about the MLB. And there will be um, a lot more to talk about. So tomorrow's podcast, just so that you know, tomorrow's podcast on Tuesday uh, will be Jason Beck. He runs a show called Bourbon and Baseball. And Jason uh, is a Yankees fan. Wednesday, we have a Galentine's episode where a number of ladies are going to be on. They're going to talk about their love for the game, the love for the team on a Valentine's Day. Thursday, you're going to have um, a couple of guys that are Phillies fans. And Friday, you're going to have a National League East group. Uh, every team should be represented on that. Uh, and you'll have a chance to just listen to their predictions and their outlook. So I hope you guys are enjoying your Monday. It's been a fantastic morning. I I love talking with you. I love telling you what Top Fan Rivalry is doing. Check us out. Follow us on our socials. Do us a favor. Don't just follow us on Instagram. Go to X and make sure you're following us on X. And go to YouTube and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us. Um, you can also follow us on Threads as well or Facebook. But I'd really like to see you guys on YouTube and following what we have on YouTube and also following what we have um, on X. So have a great Monday morning. Um, make sure you're checking out everything. Now that baseball season is kind of in full swing that that other sport ended yesterday. We're going to have a great time. And this is going to be a fantastic season. Also posted up on our website is our calendar of where we're going to be and what type of events we're going to have. Check that out as well. Uh, love to see you at an event. We're going to have so much fun this season. That is also subject to change because we will have announcements. Pay attention on Wednesdays for new press releases for different things that Top Fan Rivalry is doing and what we have planned in the near future. We appreciate you. We love all the support that we get. We love this community, and we can't wait for the season to start and see all of you. Have a great, great Monday morning, and we will talk to you later.